Hello everybody, my name is Alan, and this is Alan's Guys to Talk for uh, Wednesday, 7th of July 2021. Why did it say 2020? It's 2021. And um, uh, I didn't do a Tuesday episode because uh, interesting backstory. I got outer molar teeth out, third molar teeth out, if that's uh, basically the teeth that's at the very end of my mouth, kind of you could say inside i had that taken out and it's uh it might sound a little painful that was a pretty quick process but uh, that uh, that meant that there was some gum pains i didn't bother to make a podcast that day so now i'm probably uh, making this one today um just constantly put these on time weirdly is this my circumstances i mean i think i went out early today so that kind of drew out the time that i had to make the show but there are plenty of things to talk about uh, we got new devices that are coming. We got uh, some new scoop about about the Galaxy devices. Uh, but yeah, let's first talk about uh, a new device that's going to be coming very very soon. And I think this is the one you're already familiar with. And I mentioned what processor this phone will have. But uh, well, I'll, I'll just say it honestly. You don't have to guess really. OnePlus is releasing a sequel to its Nord. A smartphone, a quite popular mid-range phone that uh, that was released last year, and uh, they obviously now have a second ver- version coming out called the Nord 2. Uh, this will be a 5G phone, interestingly, like the original. The Nord 2 5G uh, is coming, according to OnePlus. Um, interestingly enough, but more than everything, they've uh, announced it with MediaTek. Now, what does this company have to do? Uh, with OnePlus. Basically, the Nord 2 from OnePlus, the Nord 2 5G specifically, will be powered by MediaTek's Dimensity 1200 5G processor. And uh, and there was just a simple picture that we have here uh, shown uh, powered by MediaTek Dimensity 1200, which is a which is a mid-range level processor by MediaTek and it's pretty fast for what it is. Apparently, uh, MediaTek will deliver uh, some AI tweaks for this phone, uh, thanks to that new chipset. Apparently, you're able to get improvements like better imaging performance, display tweaks, and other enhancements, and things like SDR to HDR conversion, star definition to high definition con- uh, conversion for video, live HDR effects, the ability to recognize up to 22 photo scenarios, and much, much more. And also, OnePlus has made a point that you should be able to play games like Roll Stars at a high refresh rate. So this means that this might come with a 90Hz or 120Hz display. Uh, and also some of the features that OnePlus has added software-wise potentially uh, is probably what the MediaTek chip is known for. Now we don't know when this phone will come out. Uh, now we've kind of, uh, I've kind of heard that it's probably going to be on the 10th of July or the last 10 days of July, probably July 24th. Uh, we don't have an exact date when they're going to announce the phone and when it's going to be launching. I kind of do know that it's launching in the fall, hopefully. Uh, you know, probably a perfect time, you know, before Black Friday, before 11-11, and much, much more. Uh, but yeah, uh, I'm kind of, um, I don't know how you say, I'm, I'm kind of, uh, I'm still kind of, uh, still kind of wary that OnePlus uh, is packing a MediaTek chip, but they're promising some pretty fast performance and some top-notch specs. Uh, so yeah, that's something to look forward to, and uh, genuinely cannot wait for this phone to come out. There's a Nord CE, but well, that's not gonna be available widely. So 
uh, and you'll have to find you'll have to dig for it really uh, given how it is with OnePlus phones but uh, but uh, we got to talk about another product that will be coming out very very soon and it is an actual product that hopefully uh, you'll be able to hear uh, when it comes to noise you should be able to hear nothing <laughs> I'm talking about uh, nothing uh, which is uh, now how did I slide from OnePlus to nothing it's just because uh, Carl Pei who is the founder of, of OnePlus uh, obviously now runs nothing products and uh, their first product the Air One TWS earbuds is only launching on July 27th now they have announced more details about the wireless earbuds uh, now to state this will have state-of-the-art active noise cancellation so you're able to hear nothing uh, than uh, nothing but your music or whatever you're listening to haha <laughs> it's so funny right uh, yes, there was a pun intended, uh, and that's because you have three high-definition mics. I don't know how what that what that does, but okay, you have three mics to, to enable active noise cancellation. On top of that, uh, we don't know what the buds one may might look like, or the ear one would look like. Sorry, uh, this could have a transparent design, but we I've seen uh, teasers on social media, or you not teasers, you could say, but um, invites, you know unboxings of folks who've been sent stuff from nothing with the with the transparent stuff so there might be a theme to it that they could be uh they could be selling a transparent earbud that would be interesting i don't know how to pull that off but okay that's interesting uh nonetheless the earbuds may are expected to cost just 99 bucks this will be competitive um this competing straight up with it's much cheaper than airpod potentially 30 bucks less than airpod uh nonetheless so that's something that's something to note here uh the the nothing ear one the nothing ear one will be released on july 27th uh you know so that's uh, that's what we know of so far we don't know the design we don't know the battery life we don't know the audio performance that's something to think uh, that's something we gotta wait till the launch but yeah, um, honestly, uh, can't wait for this really, Th that's for sure. So yeah, um, let's hope OnePlus and nothing have something interesting uh, to offer. Uh, meanwhile, we've talked about this already. Nintendo has a new Switch. Now you can play with power, uh, portable power, and, um, and with faster multiplayer power. Okay. If you didn't get why I was talking about that, I mean, in that sense, if you didn't get it really, uh, Nintendo has released a brand new model of the Nintendo Switch. Not in Switch Pro or a 4K cable Switch. This is one that we've kind of reported on a few months, few months back. We, we mentioned, I mean, I mentioned on the show a couple of episodes back and go back and find it if you can. I think it was uh, s over a month or two ago that Nintendo was looking to create a new Switch model that would have an OLED display uh, that would be bigger. Overall, they have a smaller bezel, primarily. And aside from that, it could have 4K graphics uh, supported. But now, Nintendo has released a new model. Uh, so specifically, um, it features a brand new... Uh, instead of a new design, you could say, for the Switch console itself, it features a bigger 7-inch display, so the bezels have completely been gone. That fat thick bezels that you had, those thick bezels 
on the original switch that were there around the display are gone in favor of a much bigger screen real estate so you have seven whole inches of goodness so a bit bigger uh, you weren't able to tell but it is a bit of an upgrade it's like two five two to five percent diagonally bigger you could say in that regard let's see how much bigger is it uh, I believe the switch is 6.2 inches right in the display so you get a so you have a 12.9 percent uh, increase which is uh, impressive I uh, didn't think it was gonna get this interesting but okay um, but yeah aside from this bigger 7 inch display you have the this the display is an OLED which helps the battery life with vibrancy be rich and vivid so you're able to see all that rich popping color that you see in Mario Kart uh, again guys going from LCD to OLED is a pretty big upgrade and it's impressive that uh, again uh, they've waited this much for a OLED option so that's interesting now you get double the storage so the regular switch on average you'd get 32 gigabytes of storage built in and you'd have to put an SD card straight away some games are like 10 to 20 to 30 gigs on average now you have 64 gigabytes of storage to play with which is not that difficult and if you think about it the switch is actually built from similar parts used for smartphones so i think it didn't it wasn't a lot of work for nintendo to find these parts for this new model compared to say a ps5 so i would suspect that this model would be they would have genuine they would have good amount of stocks of this when this launches uh, later in the year compared to say the ps5 which has literally been out of stock for months i don't think we'll see a discount for the ps5 unless the retailers are willing to lure customers in that give a discount but frankly it's been quite a hectic year there has been a lot of console shortages um but yeah aside from that uh you have a brand new dock that uh, that will come with the switch now the big change is that you have a wired ethernet port inside on top of your hdmi and and uh power plug if there's one i, th I think it's usb-c potentially oh well i haven't, I haven't really i've never really used a switch so i don't know what the power plug is but there's a power port hdmi and a wired ethernet jack no more dongles needed and you have two out to usb ports it's a bit designed a bit more rounded uh, a bit more they should have this is what they sh what it should have been early on primarily so yeah um it weighs 320 grams compared to 200 to 290 grams of the original switch not a big jump but um maybe they probably added a better battery or something oh well so uh the joy cons are the same so there's not much to worry about so it's the same sorts of joy cons so the old one if you have old joy cons lying around they're able to plug in and be used um and it'll be available in black and white if that's what you oh well you can get a d brand skin for this obviously um that's interesting but this is kind of interesting so you have the original which is going to be available for as long as there it's in stock they're not going to produce it anymore and there's an oled variant with a brighter oled display and a mini now you're curious about availability this one will be coming very very soon it'll be available on october 8th i'll be starting at uh 350 dollars straight out of the gate uh so it's a 
$50 jump. I, I think Nintendo's trying to sort of adjust for the fact that um, it's difficult to produce these sorts of devices right now. So they're probably charging 50 bucks extra compared to the original uh, Switch. And also they're adding OLED display. But then the thing is, on the flip side, OLED's not costing much to... You don't, it doesn't cost a lot to buy an OLED display these days. A lot of phones are coming out with OLED displays. So if Nintendo did secure supply of these, probably it was a good price. But obviously they're factoring in potential shortages. So they're adding a bit of a markup so that you know they're able to uh, factor in. And also on top of that, uh, the only other big improvement with this uh, Switch, in case you're curious, on top of the wired LAN port for, the, uh, for your uh, dock top, your dock mode, uh, you have a improved audio, so improved speakers. We'll have to see on that if it's improved speakers. Honestly, you'll use your headphones if you know you, you won't be able to tell really. Nobody uses their switch plugged it, uh, using the built-in speakers, uh, so that's crazy. So yeah, you know, so people use headphones. Interestingly, uh, but then also another, and then there was a cosmetic change also that's in the trailer. At the back, there was used to be a little kickstand. Now it's a whole flap like the. If you've had the Surf Microsoft Surface, man, you know, Microsoft should have made an Xbox Surface. Now that I think about it, but then, game streaming, you know, you don't need an Xbox Surface. Oh well, I mean, you could buy a Surface Pro and then use Xbox Game Pass Ultimate and stream over the internet, right? <laughs> you don't need an Xbox ver variant. Anyways, uh, but yeah, um, now what do you mean? What, what? What does this new switch not include? It doesn't have increased processing power potentially. No 4K graphics docked in. Doesn't matter if it's handheld. Docked in. No 4K perform uh, graphics like the rivaling consoles. Not surprised at that bit. Frankly, I didn't expect them to offer a 4K uh, version or a Switch Pro or a Switch 4K variant because they'd have to build a whole new chip. Porting the OS is not a difficult challenge. Uh, it would be a the OS could be ported, it's not that difficult, but there's the chip shortages of this past year, and I think Nintendo would have, uh, would there would have been shortages on Nintendo's end, they would only had, would only be able to make 100,000 units, and when the fact is millions want to have a Switch. So basically, I think they made a right move by offering a slightly updated version, and will probably be there in time for the, uh, for the uh, holidays in the US primarily, and Japan, by offering a big sort of improved OLED version and if you've really been looking out for a new switch and now is it uh, now you probably have to wait for an OLED variant I think it's pretty good for what it is you have to pay 50 bucks extra but uh, it, it looks like a solid upgrade OLED display is a welcome here I mean you want to play smash on a vibrant display you want to see all the co popping colors you want to see you know all the all the flashing colors that that Nintendo games carry, so it's a I think it's a viable upgrade compared to say 4K graphics. I don't think you'll get much of 4K graphics anyway on Nintendo consoles. It'll be a while before you know <laughs> uh, you'd need 4K graphics or faster performance. Uh, it's only a few years from now, hopefully. I think chip the chip shortages would probably need to be lowered down, kind of uh, to the point that um, to the point that you'd probably want to. Uh, to the point that um, they'd release a Switch Pro right away. I think I'm kind of noticing that they probably could be doing what... Um, they could be doing what um, uh, they did with the Game Boy series. And they're going to have like multiple iterations of this brand. It could be a Switch 2, a Switch 3. They're not going to have a new name for this. It's, it's a proven model, the Switch. So yeah, 
that's the thing. So, you know, so hopefully this doesn't get sold out and then it's and then scalpers are selling it for double or triple the price. That'd be tragic nonetheless. But uh, yeah, it's cool to see Nintendo switching things up, you know. And also this is coming in time for the new Metroid game and for some new games that are going to be coming out in the coming year or so. So that's exciting nonetheless. So you're literally pay playing with some vibrant power, that's for sure. So let's talk about some things that Samsung is planning to do next month. Uh, they got brand new devices. We already talked about them for the past couple of episodes. Let's get straight to the latest updates. You know, the, in the latest roundup of rumors and leaks and information about new Samsung devices. So the first uh, tidbit is that uh, that Samsung unpacked, or let's just call it Galaxy unpacked. Don't know how that will sound like that, but okay. Uh, Samsung Unpacked will literally be happening on August 11th, according to this report. Uh, this kind of got leaked again, so not again really, but it got leaked, so uh, it's happening on August 11th. And it also purportedly shown the four devices that are planning to be launched Z Fold 3, Z Flip 3, the Buds 2, and Watch 4. These are some, some of Samsung Galaxy's devices, you could say, primarily. So that's interesting nonetheless, but um, so it's interesting to see that it's going to be launching on August 11th. Uh, and then uh, around kind of the same time, then probably the next day sort of uh, afterwards, um, we've gotten a, we've received, we've seen a uh, Ice Universe, I was going to say V or what, but oh well, Ice Universe then posted a picture render of the Z Fold 3 5G. And it purportedly shows the display uh, with the camera being visibly hidden. There's like a little dot where you have the punch hole camera notch. But it's this dot, the slightly grayish tone to the background, so it's visible. You could see that it's it's under display. There's a camera, so like this kind of punch hole, the circle on the on the top right. So on the on the top sort of uh, almost to the other side of your display so it's very visible nonetheless so now this is up for debate will the Z Fold 3 have a in under display selfie camera or regular punch hole notch selfie camera and I think this is up for debate I think current circumstances in terms of production difficulties or shortages I'd say that they could probably want to they would want to go with a punch hole notch potentially um, I think I think under I'd, I have no idea really how good how advanced under display camera tech has has gone we've, we've all seen what's happened with the uh, ZTE uh, uh, phone I've long forgotten the model name but it came out last year with the under display camera so yeah but the thing was the results were not that good if you look think about it in that sense so i mean we'll see i think the 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 jury's still out on whether samsung could include an under display camera they probably could do it for innovation chops for just for for bragging rights to like hey buy our phone it has the selfie camera disappear so it's out of view i don't know the technology is kind of not there yet potentially um you know we've heard rumors about this that it will feature a under display camera and that it has a l and then samsung's offering has a higher light transmitters 
transmittance. That's a sentence. That's a thing. That's a word. Well, let's see. I, I kind of feel that they could probably just have a punch hole notch. They might delay it to next year because it's difficult to produce such technology uh, and then to ensure that it reaches to everyone out there. And the price tag, it, it would still maintain its $2,000 price tag if it has an under-display camera because, you know, it, it's, it's got to charge a premium for this too. But well, we've kind of heard it before, but n I mean, the, uh, another rumor we've kind of heard previously that could kind of be happening, but may not really happen is the Z Flip 3 Lite. There's, apparently, we heard this way early on when these rumors start, start to kick in really fast, early in the year, that on top of the Z Fold 3, the Z Flip 3, there would be a light variant of the Z Flip 3 called the Z Flip 3 Lite. Uh, obviously, we haven't heard much of, much of it since. And that probably is because of global chip shortages, as always. You know, it would be difficult to release such a model. I'd say that they might delay it till ne early next year or next year, sort of, and release it then. I probably by the middle of next year. It'll probably become like a cheaper variant to the Z Flip 3. It, you know, because the, the Flip would probably have a mid-generation upgrade. But then you'd release the Z Flip 5. Boom! Business, I see. <laughs> You know, um, they shouldn't release a Z Flip 4. It'll never sell it in China because that folding phone would be deadly. If you know the the superstition behind the word number four in China, like it it means death kind of. That's why you've noticed a lot of phone brands skip the number four in China primarily. They have model numbers that don't say four in it. That's an interesting tidbit. Now you know. The more you know, so. Um, not related to this but I there could be up to that potentially who knows the what would be the Z flip 4 would uh, 3 would be the Z flip no Z flip 4 the one after the Z flip 3 could be Z flip 5 so it could be one of those mid-generation upgrade flip phones that Samsung released but oh well that's not really the point to say the least uh, but interesting enough uh, the Z flip 3 and Z Fold 3 will be coming so that's something to look forward to the Galaxy Buds 2 is coming. Um, according to IC Universe, uh, this could have active noise cancellation. And that's because of a screenshot of the app on which you connect your buds and control them. And uh, there's a toggle for noise controls, so you can click active noise cancellation and get noise cancelling right away. Already the, buds, already the Buds Live Pro and the Buds Live offer it, uh, offer ANC out of the gate. The Buds 2 could also offer it because uh, the Buds 2 has kind of been like, you know, added in as a profile on the app. And so you have the noise control option coming. This means we could see ANC right away. Uh, it's interesting, uh, to say the least, um, uh, primarily. And this could cost about 150 to $170 potentially. So it's something to look forward to nonetheless. And we've also seen... Uh, you know pairing animations you know they, they show the thing getting paired and we've seen and already have uh, pictures of the buds in olive green and liliac and I'm saying liliac because that's what it is it's it's not purple guys it's liliac they like the one on the s21 primarily and uh, has the same design we've already seen before big charging case squarish rounded on all edges like Samsung with more compact looking uh, buds if that's the way to describe it primarily 
so that's that really and finally we have uh, we have more information about the S21 FE so interestingly enough we have little details about the S21 FE that uh, we haven't thought of before or heard of so this phone will have a thickness of 7.9 millimeters has 45 watt fast charging Snapdragon 888 okay this looks promising Wi-Fi 6, Bluetooth 5.0, NFC and wireless power transfer along with a 6.4 inch display a 4500 mAh battery typical rated for its 4370 so that's interesting primarily now this could be just the US variant because in the US they'd only offer Qualcomm chips instead of their own Exynos chips primarily um, but interestingly um, you know uh, this also is the TINA verification in China the Chinese verification for this device it's already passed through the Chinese authorities so it will be it should also be released in China uh, through the TENAA uh, under the uh, under the model number SMG990U but also the thing is yeah uh, Qualcomm chips probably are only released in China and the US uh, Exynos chips are not really released in uh, you know in in those markets so maybe there could be an Exynos equivalent right over there so uh, that's interesting nonetheless so yeah um, you know interesting development uh, right over here in that sense this is a ran totally random story but I thought I added in because I think there's some of us who love Nokia Nokia could be releasing a new flagship level device so uh, according to uh, Zhang Yucheng, the product manager for HMD Global in China, he posted this on Weibo potentially, given the screenshot here, and kind of confirming that there could be a new Nokia flagship that is coming uh, to the Chinese market and will be released on November 11th or 1111, which is a big shopping sale in China, a big day for a big mega day of uh, sales, a big mega sale day, you could say. It's also a thing across Asia now, uh, you know. Uh, and uh, it didn't say much but other than that there could be a flagship device now we don't know what it is primarily but I think uh, GSM Arena is probably suspecting this is a X50 uh, potentially or an X series phone because we haven't heard much about the X series aside from the X10 and X20 and G10 and G20 where we talked about early now we have the higher end variants um, uh, a, lot of, a lot of information being thrown around the X50 could have a 6.5 inch uh, Quad HD display, 120Hz refresh rate, 6000 mAh battery, Zeiss optics for main telephoto and ultraviolet sensors, a, hang on, is that, yeah, a Snapdragon 775 and 108MP camera. That's not far-fetched, frankly, given what the market really, what, uh, what kind of absurd specs the market de does deliver, but, uh, yeah. I mean, also I, I I also read somewhere online that um, that Nokia could be looking to offer Huawei's Harmony OS on their phones f uh, in only for China only. I don't know how that's possible. Uh, then it, it was I think Huawei denied it later because well Huawei doesn't have a plan to offer it beyond their own uh, branded phones. So that's interesting development. Uh, seems like Nokia is looking to get some market share in China, so they're looking to create 
some flagship phones so that people associate Nokia with being a pretty premium brand with having clean OS, a clean experience uh, and much much more so uh, that's kind of interesting uh, development, uh, quite random development nonetheless and finally uh, Xiaomi could create another foldable or if this patent filing is to be believed so uh, the famous Dutch tech site Lexgo Digital found another patent that Xiaomi filed uh, with the uh, with China's National Intellectual Property Administration uh, you know China's you know patent office uh, equivalent you could say of say the US patent office for context so Xiaomi sort of filed a patent uh, with a design that they have of their own original sort of with uh, so the way to describe it is it's a unique kind of foldable it has it's it's quite unique um, primarily uh, so the way to describe it uh, through the power of podcasts is that it has a so it blends your Z Fold phones with this Mi Max Alpha that Xiaomi apparently tried to launch but that didn't really happen and you combine that and you have the and you have this interesting phone so it has this uh, book it's got this uh, it's got this bookcase you could say um, it's got this notebook foldable design with a display that literally wraps around not just that there's an inner and outer display and an inner folding display and outer, outer display regular it literally curves across um, so you have an inner display that's there's one curve already and then and then you and it continues towards the outer display like on one side and there's like a literal curve kind of it continues I don't know how this is actually practical I'm sure Xiaomi did test this in the laboratories or in the R&D labs pr pretty much but that's interesting nonetheless um, if we look at what um, Let's Go Digital have shown off here if it opens primarily that is so it's got this interesting uh, design that's kind of like um, so the, we've got the Chinese pattern here, the filing that Xiaomi has done. So it's inner, inner foldable display. So it, it's like the Z Fold. It, it's like flips out. It's like the I think the closest thing it looks to is the Huawei Matex 2. Uh, it, in that sense, there's like a edge to it, like a kind of a like it to uh, to grip sort of and the back is normal with cameras and everything and then there's a dis our display but literally it it, it 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 folds into the inner display so it's one meticulous display if the, I don't know how they're able to pull that off but that's interesting so so another descriptions really so that's what show me so they filed this patent in February 2020 we didn't really find out until now so that's interesting so sh it seems like show me is playing around with foldable designs and foldable technology they want to make this happen and I'm sure they want to create good foldables they made one already they made a they made a Mimix fold or a Mi fold if you think about it a Mimix fold primarily and now they need another cool foldable phone and so it seems like Xiaomi uh, probably could I mean now the thing about patents is that uh, technology companies would tend to you know uh, would tend to register these patents 
uh, as a proof of concept. It's not an actual thing that will come out in the future, so this is something to keep in mind. This is not going to actually, Xiaomi may not really release this, but it could happen if uh, there's enough uh, you know, pub uh, there's enough positive publicity, or probably, you know, you know, if I think enough of us uh, start signing a petition on Twitter, you know, <laughs> show me could listen and create a foldable nonetheless. Uh, but uh, it's an interesting concept for what it is. I mean, uh, quite creative. I mean, you literally have a display that literally keeps on going uh, from the inside to the outside, and I think that's really awesome. And I'm sure that uh, maybe this could become a thing once processing technology is good or this or glass technology is solid enough you know that it doesn't really crack or scratch that badly uh, for it to be viable so that's something to look f uh, so but this is uh, an interesting concept and uh, definitely uh, really now really looking forward to a future where we see interesting foldable devices nonetheless i mean uh, I mean, uh, but uh, it's quite interesting how it's unfolding I mean primarily what do you think of everything I've heard today let me know on Instagram and Twitter I'm at Zayda underscore my own 99 follow me there if you can uh, if you already are listening subscribe to the show wherever you listen to podcasts uh, it's kind of easy click follow or subscribe oh well uh, share this to your friends and family leave a review on our podcast if you can um, and yeah uh, until Friday not Thursday really Friday uh, uh, till Friday this is your bomb on signing out uh, take care uh, peace have a great day and yeah uh, I'll see you in the next episode all right take care uh, ciao thank you for listening peace all right